It waded through the water, barely visible. I only saw its head begin to rise before I knew what I was seeing. It was monstrous. Its small head perched upon its long neck and massive body, followed by a long tail. It looked prehistoric, ancient, like something out of Jurassic Park. Episode 11. Woo! <laughs> right out the gate. Almost had to think about it. Welcome to Counting Cryptids. Yeah, hi. That's the name of this podcast. That is the one. I'm Connor. That's uh, Jacob. As, as always, an awkward an awkward start. I don't. When's the last as time we introduced ever. ourselves in the beginning of the podcast? I don't know if we ever have. I think <laughs> maybe <laughs> If you haven't made it to the end of the show yet, you might not know our names. <laughs> Didn't even think that one through. Hello. Welcome. Hey, nice We're to meet you. Lovely co-hosts. Co-hosts? Hosts. Just go with hosts. We host. are the hosts. There's no co-host. You co-host. are a co-host. I am a co-host. Together. We are hosts. We are a host. Together we are counting cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> that brings me to the tangential drinking game. Oh yes, we kind of mentioned this last week, I guess. But yeah, alluded to it a bit. Now it's becoming sort of a real thing. It's a... Counting Cryptids endorsed drinking game with no affiliation to Counting Cryptids. Other than the fact that we will be playing. And we're laying out the rules for you. <laughs> you okay, rule, rule one. Take a drink when we go on a tangent. Hence the tangential drinking game. So like when we go off topic? Yes, every, every, every time we go off topic, which is often. All right. Which I'm hoping this will force me to go off topic less. Which I'm hoping I can edit out Every time we go out off like off topic, like if they need to be cut out, like I hope so I can make it seamlessly the podcast, enough. They're gonna have had three drinks, and I'm going to be blackout drunk. I'm adding another rule to this drinking game. Fuck. I'm just thinking of it now, just okay. just because I want to know how much people notice things that I edit because I'm fucking weird. Every time you drink, tally it up, and I want to know how many times you drink. How many how, drinks how many, you took? How many times we went off tangent? Like, I want to know how many times uh, you catch it. For your it. count? Just for my count, to know, like... See, this hard to define off on a, a tangent. Like, I have a decent amount in my notes about plants, but it's the plant that... The, the, on topic. It's on topic. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> I guess it's your own definition of what's on topic and what's not. If, if you're just like, I'm listening, this happens so often that it's just part of the show, then it's probably not off topic. Just, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's all you got for rules. That's a uh, well, that, rule, rule two. Works? Rule two. I forgot. Sorry. Rule two. See rule one. There's only one. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Do that one. Uh, if you're elitist, you can uh, you can take a drink every time we mispronounce a word. But I guarantee you, you you will not be butcher happy them by in the, the first five minutes. Oh yeah. All the, all the on words. This one. This one's going to be. I it's mean, another African creature. Yeah, we we talked about actually we said mentioned in the last episode what, what it was we gonna be. So if you made it one. that far in that episode, and you've made it this far in this episode, then this week we're talking to about Michele Mbembe. Yeah. Michele Mbembe. Michele Mbembe. 
that just flows off the tongue. I have a really hard time. I don't know what the association is in my mind, but whenever I hear someone say Mokele and Membe, I have the song Land Down Under stuck in my in my head. <laughs> the amazing <laughs> mushroom. I don't I don't know. Something about it is just like I should probably cut that annoying thing out too. Yeah, the most amazing mushroom. Uh <laughs> All right, so Mokele uh, Membe means yes. the one who stops the flow of rivers. Yes, uh, I think that's Lingala language. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what the internet said. Good to know. Um, so they some some folklore describes Mokele as living a living creature, while others like refer to it as a spirit. Um, I read that the Boha village was one of those places. I'm sure there was a couple other tribes in that area that probably thought it was a spirit. Also, quite a few stories of actual sightings. Lots. Lots of sightings. Uh, really too recent, okay. however. So the Mokele Mbebe is a territorial herbivore. Uh, much like last week. Yes. You went into some details on what it eats. Do you uh, want to hit those now? <clears throat> so if you want to... It's going to be... A super exciting start to the podcast. Let me pull Welcome this up. Welcome to Counting so, Cryptids. What I to had read drone. was... Yeah. Uh, so, it, herb, it is a herbivore. Yes. Uh, so, the only thing that it eats is something called the Malambo plant, which actually describes uh, two plants, Landolfia mani and Landolfia oariensis. Uh, oriensis. I think it's just oriensis. O W A R. Oriensis. Oriensis. Oh, oriensis. I don't know, man. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> Landolfia oriensis. Uh, there's about 50 species of Landolfia in. Yeah, you went from two Africa. plants to then 50. Okay, yes, yes. This is the two specific ones that they eat. There are about 50 of these native to Africa. But in this area, two exist. Two specifically, yes. Um, gotcha. Ab- just about the plant. Uh, they have simple, glossy green leaves mm. in opposite pairs, jasmine-like flowers with tubes in parts in fi- and parts in five. Many species have large edible fruits, which are sweet and rich in beta-carotene. Ooh. Additionally, they exude latex when damaged, so traditionally they were used to make rubber. Uh, that got changed up to the rubber tree. Interesting. Um, Do they still the, use that for latex then, or they just use? Oh uh, yeah, it's still used. Yeah, yeah, for for some stuff. Interesting. Um, I also saw that the fruit is often eaten or fermented, so I gotta see if I can get my hands on some. Some of that fermented and, fruit uh, juice. Try it, but also make something, make something to Sounds play a, a drinking game with in like six six to ten months. <laughs> However long it takes to find something like that to get and then ferment by the time it gets to me it'd be fermented right oh i thought you were just gonna try and find a drink that is already fermented no i'm gonna actually try and get the get the, the hey, fruits some homemade. so i can i can uh, i can try it. i'm actually gonna be making a bunch of mead this summer <laughs> yeah i don't know what mead is but i want to try it uh it's honey wine okay actually i think you'd like it probably i tried it once and it was delicious and i've looked into making it and there's like three or four ingredients super easy sweet i'll drink that primarily I'd it's honey gonna have to it's a uh, yeah, especially if I make it. Come on, motherfucker. You gotta at least try it. Yeah, especially if you make it and we continue to do podcasts where we go off tangent all the time. <laughs> Not planning on stopping now, baby. Um, so, so, enough about plants. Yes. Let me bore you some more. 
Ehrlich, I guess. Let's, yeah. let's, um, Connor, let's, let's bring it home. Would you like me to bore, bring it back. bore some people? Uh, so Robert T. Carroll, a famous Mokele skeptic, said one time that uh, reports of Mokele Bembe have been circulating for the past 2000, 2200, sorry, 200 years, yet there's no photo, photo, there's no photographs or physical evidence of its existence. No proof. Yeah. That's what we're saying. I mean, we, we are aware of that. Yeah, thank you, Robert T. Carroll. It we're does, trying to it find does it. does seem unlikely, but like, has he gone looking for it and tried to like find Bigfoot, it? Like Bigfoot, is there really any undeniable pictures? I mean, guess, I guess if you're a skeptic, you already think that way, that there's fakes and phonies. Bigfoot's a tough one. Again, that one I, I'm eventually, really, eventually will have to do one. It's, we need to get a Bigfoot Honestly, expert. I'm trying to avoid it at this point because that one is... Uh, so deep so much this, this, one this one's is fucking huge, huge too fuck. i had i even, I wrote down about this fuck because i had no idea how big this actually was uh 34 different pieces of information on like sightings and stories on the like just the generic wikipedia page on wiki or mokele Membe. oh the expeditions yeah yeah expeditions fucking yeah, we'll get into this, some of those. Some of those are fucking yeah, great. This, again, there's a lot on this one, so as always, encourage you to uh, look into this a little bit yourself. We yeah, just got I, I showed think... up on Facebook the other day. Yes, Somebody dropped thank some you. knowledge, so uh, should pull that up. Go over there. Her. Go over there and uh, drop some more on us. She made a Sorry. funny joke. I liked it. Uh, so okay, we talked all about this. We probably should have led with uh, what it looks like. So yeah, it we resembles do. a sauropod or a long-necked dinosaur. Yeah. So we're kind of, again, keeping in that. Ah, fuck it, never mind. Just, yeah, it's a fucking sauropod. Uh, Describes <laughs> the long neck, heavy tail, and reddish brown in color, hairless. Uh, general consensus is that it doesn't make any sound, is what I read in one place, but also. I heard, yeah. I heard other people like m- mimicking, mimicking the sound it. on a documentary. Uh, tracks are a round shape with three claws. The tracks measure one to three feet in diameter. The distance between the tracks was seven to eight feet. Fuck. Uh, so that's something of the size of an elephant would would do that. Yeah, which I mean, if you picture a fucking brontosaurus or plesiosaur, is it plesiosaur? Am I saying that? Uh, so, correctly? so brontosaurus is like what it used to be called. Yeah, they changed it to more general. I think brontosaurus is still one, but just a general w- word it for means that group thunder of lizards. So you could just. You I know. also saw some. I got actually. I got so some information a- on these sauropods. What did you say about lizard? Lizard hipped, something. I've heard lizard hipped. I've seen thunder lizard. Thunder lizard is thunder what I lizard. Said. Okay, is that brontosaurus or that was what comes up when you Google brontosaurus? But yeah, it's okay. That, that, that's again. I'm assuming anybody who hears the word brontosaurus knows what we're talking about. I understand that it is not really the term that we're looking for. Yeah, sauropods is the uh, general. Go, meme. go follow us on Facebook to yell at us about that. Oh, please yell us about dinosaurs. I will yell at you about dinosaurs. Facebook.com/slash countercryptids. That it is. Um, so sauropods like Brontosaurus, Brachiosaurus, Diplodocus, and Littlefoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good reference. I appreciate that. Drink. Fuck. We got distracted by a cat. Damn it. All right. Still counts. Still going to have to cut it out. <laughs> We're really fucked when we go live. Like, That's never going to fucking happen. Are you kidding me? Uh, <clears throat> um, so... Uh, you said thunder lizard. I got lizard footed. Um, they all have 
long tails and small heads resting on top of long necks. Like, y- you know what they fucking look like. I-, I I feel weird that I'm explaining this, what this is. But they're giant quadrupedals, and their legs are, like, the size of tree trunks. So they're fucking massive. Like, oh, that's yeah. that's... I want to see one. Yes, we're talking specifically about sauropods at this point, right? Which a lot of people, yeah, like tie to the Makale Bembe yes. in some way. Um, so sauropods first appeared in the late Triassic period. That's uh, 180 million years ago. They lived through most of the Cretaceous, but allegedly went extinct in the late Cretaceous uh, about 65 million years ago. Um, but they were replaced by like, they they kind of died out, but titanosaurs ruled. I, I don't know if okay. that's something else. It's another dinosaur. Um, so a lot of the fossils that you find are complete and shit. I'm assuming because they are been around forever. I I I'm not sure, but um, they've been found on every continent, including Antarctica. So I have Brontosaurus uh, length sixty nine to seventy five feet in length. 69 to 69 to 75 feet in length and even the smallest ones were like 20 feet long the, the dwarfs. smallest ones yeah okay we're 20 feet long <clears throat> yeah all right well uh then real quick over back to uh back onto the main topic of Mo- back to mokela membe then uh reported lengths between 16 and 32 feet uh the length uh, this is the length of the body the length of the neck and tail are the same at 5 to 10 feet obviously size varies uh, I saw reports from Cameroon that were said to be 75 feet in length, which is like the fucking brontosaurus size. Uh, I saw a few mentions of a frill on the back of its head, like a rooster, but then also was kind of thinking uh, like they had mentioned them almost like dermal spikes. God, that sounds so badass. Like fucking plates on the back of a can dragon. Can I get fucking dermal spikes well, on the back of my back? I had... Yes, you can. That'd be fucking you can get rad. silicone implants, but... I just want to grow them. Uh, Some fucking stem cells? Is that is that a thing? I is that how stem, that's cells how stem cells work? I don't think that's how stem cells work at all, bud. Um, that's, <laughs> you put some tumors in my back, please? Um, large. I'll just file them down, please. Just... just drink. Large. Damn it. I don't think that uh, so, uh, sauropods live in the water, though. Yeah, I, I don't know if we mentioned this at all either. It's this is primarily aquatic. If I mean, like it can, mm, it appears yeah. that it can go out of the water, but primarily exists in the water. I, every time I pictured Michaeli Bembe before looking it up, I'd picture just a dinosaur walking around on land, just like happened to be walking through a swamp when they found it. Perhaps but I did I, as well. I don't know. Um, oh, but the the dermal spikes. This is something like again they talked about it having these things on its back that's so metal for a very long time uh but i'm i want to say there's a documentary that i saw that said that yeah, that was 1991 that they actually discovered that like scientifically and it was documented so they i mean that kind of adds some credibility to that as well if they're reporting that it has these these like spikes on its back that according to science they're like yeah no those sauropods didn't have spikes these plates which some of them some sauropods appear to have spikes not all of them i would call them dermal spikes i don't know if there's a a, probably a more technical name for them dermal spikes i mean do that that's rad that's what it should be called i'm not a scientist in relation to a sauropod sauropods do not have claws i saw quite a few things that a um kelly membe had 
clawed toes. Okay, yeah. I saw that as well. So I don't I don't I don't, I don't believe that sauropods were aquatic either. Right, exactly. Could it be something that it evolved into? Like it gets wet and so you have to evolve some, to some fucking small ones water. survived. Like it's like like aquatic ape theory again. Like fucking humans went into the water and adapted these things. I feel Imagine like they'd if be we way had to come more out. different though, uh, the amount of time that it took. Because that amount of time is where small mammals evolved into bigger things, evolved yeah. into different things, event- again, eventually resulting in us. So the amount of time that passed, like I don't think if it was a, a, a sauropod, it would just like still be a sauropod. Yeah, or very, yeah, much more similar than a fucking clawed thing. But I don't, I don't know, also not a scientist, so there's that. I saw um, some reports that said it had a horn on his head. I saw that once, yeah. But I'm wondering if it just wasn't used as a blanket term for a different one. I feel like this is that that reference is to Emilian Tauka. That's what it seems like to me. And again, there's there's several others that I'm not going to try and fuck up the names of and read. I'll just make sure I link to those in the description. Yeah, and uh, I mean... When I was doing research, we talked about this before, I, I just looked for the ones that were in the Lake Tele area, mm-hmm. because there's quite a few on this page that aren't in that specific lake, but uh, another lake, like, but in that region, Lake Banguelu, a lot of those stories that are on the Wikipedia page are possibly misleading. And also, you know, those tribes aren't all joined. They don't all, you know, say the right. same thing. Like, yeah. they're, they're their own tribe, so they could have different Some names for different... Yeah, exactly. Differences, or, yeah. They just happen to call it something different. If you're playing along at home, hopefully you drink as much as I do. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, you said that it was, like, brown and red? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not... That it was primarily reddish brown. Uh, the hue went from like a gray to a brown. Okay, because I had like gray or brown in color. Okay, like uh, similar to what a rhinoceros or an elephant looks like. Speaking of elephants and rhinoceros, uh, you didn't mention hippopotamus at all, but similar to last yeah, week, yeah, those are also the well, the uh, it's it it doesn't like hippos. Doesn't no, it kills it hippos. Fucks them up. What story is that? What's uh, when did I write that down in? So about those hippos. About them hippos. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with Destination Truth, the uh, TV Josh, show. Josh Gates, Joshua Gates, Joshua, Joshua. So him and his crew were out searching for specifically Michele and Bembe. They did not visit the Lakwala region, which uh, includes Lake Tele, where. Like I said, is where Michele Mbembe is, but they did visit Lake Banguelu, like I said, was the other lake, uh, which is in Zambia instead. Um, they had reports of similar creatures in that area in the 20th century called the Snaga. So um, that's what I was like. There's two different creatures here, or at least two different names. Um, so the crew of Destination Truth kept calling the animal Michele Bembe when he was talking to these different groups in the Congo area at Lake Benguele and uh, Benguelu. 
and fucking kept using the wrong fucking name where they don't like that's just poor planning poor research like people are probably like don't know what you're talking about they also um videotaped an encounter from a great distance uh, when they applied digital video enhancement techniques they encountered that they uh only encountered a couple of submerged hippopotami. Quick Long note. walk for a short drink of hippopotami. Maybe we should have done this before too, but we, I know we had talked about the number of expeditions that there were. Quite a few. Yeah, we probably don't need to say the name. Do you just want to run through? Yeah, uh, I'll just every year, every sighting in its year. I'll just say there's a sighting in 1776, another one in 1909, a second one in 1909, 1913 there is one. 1919 and 1920 is one is the Smithsonian Institution that we'll talk about later. Um, they were there for two years. So um, then there was another one in 1927, another one in 32, 38, 39, 1966, 1976, 79, another in 79. Uh, All right, 80, I'm going to stop you there. This is, it go, it literally goes it. on. I, yeah, like I, I was thinking we I, should do this, and then as you went, I'm like, this is a fucking mistake. This just goes on. I, I told you. 34? Yeah. I think I counted 34 earlier. Yeah, this is actually ridiculous. So many. We'll talk about some. Please do your own research. Again, there's a ton on this one. Yeah, some of these ones that we get ourselves into are a little Again, too big is, than we think. This is kind of just a comedy podcast yeah. as well. Like we're, we're trying here. But. We're really not shooting for three-hour <laughs> podcast. I saw a, a story about overturning a boat and killing the passengers. Okay. If you want to get into some fucking wicked shit, I've got another one where... Oh, yeah, let's get into some wicked some wicked cool stories, bro. These are wicked cool. You go and check these out. They're sick. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Let's let's not do that. Let's 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 get rid of that, please. Let's uh yeah, let's let's hear about the sickness. Okay. (laughs) So a reverend reverend, a holy man, Eugene Thomas, told a story to James Powell and Roy P. Mackle in nineteen seventy nine. Uh the story told that purportedly involved a Mukele Bembe near Lake Tele about 20 years ago, so 1959, he encountered this story. I don't know if it happened then or if like that's just when he heard it. James Powell uh, was a missionary in the Congo since 1955, so he claimed to have a couple of close encounters. But this story of the purported killing went a little something like this. So the natives of the... Uh, You're not going to wrap this part for us? I probably probably could not. Please, there will be no rapping. Um, So the natives of the Bangombe tribe who lived near Lake Tele were said to have constructed constructed a large spiked fence in a tributary of the Tele to keep Mokele specifically from interfering with their fish. Um, Mokele had some massive balls and so he just busted through the fence. Um, Look got, at my big old balls, baby. Oh, the spikes poked my balls. Uh, the natives took advantage of the ball spiking and uh, proceeded to kill him with spikes. So after they speared the shit out of the Mokele Bembe, <laughs> they decided to hold a victory feast and ate the dinosaur. They speared it because it broke through the Busted the through and hurt itself. So they're like, we got to fucking kill it, man. Okay. And so they did. And they decided to 
cook the fucking thing like I, as you would i read that it took several days to cut it all up because it was so oh, big i bet I, I bet but uh so after eating um the dinosaur uh pretty much anybody who participated in the the sick ritual as i wrote down of eating this dinosaur um they either died from food poisoning or natural causes and uh eugene says i also believe the mythification surrounding mokeli membe began with this incident and uh to collab collaborate is that is that the word collaborate is corroborate 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 okay i believe is the word that you're yeah, Roy Mackle co- corroborated. Thank you. Uh, Roy Mackle corroborated uh, his story, saying that he had heard from witnesses that the stakes, the staked fence, was in the same location in the tributary. I mentioned when I was oh, no. going through my list of thirty-four different uh, Mokele and Bembe adventures um, that uh, about the the Smithsonian Institute. Oh yes, the Smithsonian so, Institute. Uh, don't do that. The Smithsonian Institute. 1919. Sent, yep. In 1919, they went on an expedition with 32 dudes. It seems like a lot of people, but I guess if it's an expedition it's in a Africa, lot of dudes. you got to bring a lot of stuff, so you got to bring a lot of people. Um, they were trying to secure some additional specimens and plants, specimens of plants, and animals, and animals. Um, but according to Lauren Coleman, once again, yes, and Pratch. Patrick Hugh, I'm assuming H U Y G H E. That's Patrick, um, who were the authors of the field guide to Lake Monsters. And so, according to Lauren Coleman, the team heard mysterious roars, which had no resemblance with any known cre- creature. Going with creature, <laughs> okay? So we're not quoting anymore. All right. Uh, <laughs> Remix. I'm, just, I'm sure Lauren Coleman does not appreciate being paraphrased. African guides found large unexplained tracks along the bank of a river and later in a swamp. The team heard mysterious roars which had no resemblance with any known animal. Nice job. The expedition ended tragically. <laughs> the expedition ended tragically during a train ride through a flooded area where an entire tribe was said to have seen the dinosaur. The locomotive suddenly derailed and turned over, crushing four men to death under the carts leaving another half dozen seriously injured. Yeah, that was brutal. I don't know what the dinosaur... I don't know if the dinosaur or the Mokele Bembe was involved in this accident. What you got? So I saw that there was talking about like a sound in that last one too. Yeah, we, need, we haven't done this for the last couple ones, I don't think. We haven't, but we haven't been able to find anything about a sound really. So. Yeah, but I like to make up my own sounds. Yeah, I heard one guy make a sound that he was trying to do that sounded like he was imitating it, and it kind of just sounded like a loud frog to me. It was louder than that, but you, yeah, that's. Take a drink, Connor. <laughs> My drink's almost gone. I'm about to need a refill. Uh, again, there's a lot of this going out of order today. I feel like it's we did not go like in order. We but should have talked about this one first, but do, I don't think we talked about the the earliest reference to Mokele Membe. Have not yet. No, from the 1776 book History of Loango, Kokanga, and Other Kingdoms <laughs> of Africa by a French missionary whose name I'm not even going to try and pronounce. So we're just going to refer to him as LBP. Uh, in this book, 
LBP wrote about some enormous footprints he saw. He wrote, Must have been monstrous. The marks of the claws were noted in the ground, and these formed a print about three feet in circumference. Ultimately, LBP did not see the creature that made these prints. Fuck. But he wrote about it in a book. He did write it. And History the, the of Rolando Coconga. I, mean, uh, I want to say, like, Michigan Dogman, we talked about prints. Prints? Yes. Because there was some very large wolf footprints. <laughs> what? What are you track, dude? I was thinking Prince. The, the person. Yeah, right. Former, the artist Prince. formerly known as Prince. <laughs> take a fucking drink, Connor. I should be making you take shots because you're the one doing this to us. <laughs> On to our next story. This one is more in line with uh, a historical line. Oh, yeah. Is it the first 1909? Yes. Mm-hmm. There was two in 1909. Part one, Lieutenant Paul Gratz uh, recalled an indigenous legend of the Congo River Basin, which spoke of a creature known to the natives as the Nsanga, which we I mentioned, that mentioned earlier. That yeah. earlier. Um, again, it inhabited the Lake Benguela region, and the uh, lieutenant described the creature as resembling the lieutenant described the creature as resembling a sauropod. The creature or the natives also showed a hide to Paul Gratz which apparently belonged to the creature. I don't know if that... I I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what a den would be, or if that's any evidence towards or against that massive sauropod that lives in here. But also, there's not a picture of it kind of thing, too, with all those super annoying, because there's... Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, we, we had the hide. We had the sculptures. We saw the... We took a picture of it. Yeah. They're referencing a picture. They're showing a picture, but nobody took a picture of the picture kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of that. All right. You got the other one in 1909? Yes, I do. The autobiography of big game hunter Carl Hagenbeck. Hagenbeck? That's the one. Okay. So he told some claims that he heard from multiple independent sources about a creature living in the Congo region, which was described as half elephant, half dragon. Metal. Right. And uh, so a, a, Joe, a, a naturalist chimed in uh, named Joseph Menges. He also told Hagenbrecht about a leg- an alleged dinosaur living in Africa. Um, Menges said the beast was akin to brontosauruses, like we said. Um, so... Also, in another part of the book, Hagenbeck learned of a large hippo-killing monster. This is the one I was talking about. Like I said earlier about killing hippos. I, I, I think I mentioned it looking for this story. Anyway, Hagenbeck learned of a large hippo-killing monster that lived in Lake Benguele from another source, Hans Schomburg. However, Hans thought that uh, native testimony was often unreliable. That's a better sentence. Today on Counting Commas. Also think that that's going to be a, a good T-shirt. Or actually, I was thinking a coffee mug probably would be better for that one. Counting commas. Yeah, because we could just have that number out on the coffee mug, and then underneath it, just counting commas. Yes. Or just have that many commas in a row. I don't know how long ago I said I was going to start a tea public, but I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, bubbles like a whale. Probably that one. If it can eat a goat. If it can suck a goat. 
What is the last part? It can suck a whale. There was nothing to do with a whale in that Why episode. Why do I think it's a whale? I don't whale. know. You do that every fucking time. I'm going to finish this. <laughs> what episode was after uh, Chupacabra? I don't remember. If it can suck a goat, it can suck an otter. It was Doarku. Yes, sir. If it can, su- if it can dodge a wrench, it can dodge suck a, a goat. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Suck a goat sounds so bad. Uh, you have this thing real quick here. Uh, in 2001, uh, yeah. in the Congo, in the documentary from the BBC and the Discovery Channel, uh, members of native tribes were shown a picture of a rhino and identified it as Mokele Membe. Yeah, I should have brought this up in the uh, earlier part of the fuck. I don't even know what the fuck I was doing earlier, but I should have brought it up when we were talking about elephants and that kind of shit, what it looks like, brontosaurus. I think we got a little distracted with it being a dinosaur, um, but a lot of the groups native to Africa um, thought it was a rhino like again though but this is kind of that like okay so if you see a rhino and you're identifying like oh that's uh emelia untoka emelia untoka emelia untoka that's emelia untoka but they it's again this blanket term i don't know if yeah. that's a term that like it's now like people on the internet are using or people's in the area you know, yeah. I'm not sure how that. So is it a modern construct, or you know, yeah, is, is that... it a kind of thing that like around there is again also like a catch-all term, like oh, just Mokelembe, just like maybe it's like dinosaur or dragon. You know That's what I mean? That just big fucking, the fucking monster. And they're all oh shit. Okay, okay. So Mokelembe is like dragon or dinosaur. Yeah. And then each of them have their own specific name within that. Right. Exactly. It's a dinosaur, and he is uh. What, oh no. Probably not, because this specifically meant uh, the one who stops the flow of rivers. In Sangha, uh, that's the... Uh, that was Mokade. Yeah, exactly. So, so I just need to cut a little bit of that out, but that's fine. Um, but uh, I looked up rhinos in that area, and there's none that are common. There, There's two species um, of rhino that are native to Africa, the whole fucking place. Um, but in that area, in the Congo Basin, there's none common. So for them to see that picture, it could have been that they just don't know what a rhino is, and they're like, that looks fucking scary. Maybe that's this. Yeah. Um, also, you would... Oh, shit, 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 shit. Uh, what was it, like, Tally? Telly? Lake Telly? Lake Telly. That's what I've been going with. I had seen that there was not... Like, there's hippopotamus native to, like, the region... But there's not any in this a specific like I think it was that that one. But uh, I did not look up natives. Hippos very well. Supposedly, like natives said that it was because of uh, Mokalimembe that they weren't there. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like it scared all off or killed, killed all. all of them that came over or whatever the fuck the deal was. But uh, see, if you have something that's just like killing hippos and elephants, like that seems weird to me. What could do that? Maybe a rhino, but still, it's fucking crazy. Because you, you, the size you're talking to, I don't know. Even at that size, it's got a small head. Similar to, I want to say it was the bunyip where we talked about this, but the like cultural memory, yeah, of yeah, something, yeah. or if the indigenous peoples found fossilized remains of a sauropod and assumed the creature still existed, or like at the very least, I feel like if they found it, maybe that could, if if that's the case, they could it would still be included in legends or something passed down if they found yeah. something because I feel like that would be pretty notable if you st- all of a sudden like 
you find a couple of them. Like, uh, we've found three of these things. I have no idea how far you have to fucking... How often that would happen or anything, but... That's just one of those other things that seems like it, too. I got one more thing to add. Okay, good. So we talked about Roy Mackle earlier in the story. Every time you say that, I think McElroy. 100%. Okay. okay. You're not the only one. Mounted two ancestral expeditions to Africa to find the Michele Mbembe. Um, He thought that... Michele, it's unlikely that Michele Mbembe is a mammal or amphibian, leaving reptile as the only plausible candidate. Um, so of all the living reptiles, Mackle, yeah, Mackle argues that the iguana or the monitor lizard uh, are the closest in resemblance to Michele Mbembe, though they're 15 to 30 feet, though at 15 to 30 feet long, Michele, mm, the lizards are too small to be yeah, Michele Mbembe. Uh, 15 to 30 feet for Michele is way bigger than any monitor lizard's ever going to get, even though that'd be fucking terrifying. Well, again, there's a, there's a, we mentioned, I mentioned it last time. I don't have my notes up, uh, for, uh, for Emmy, but there was, uh, one specific name that referred to a 60 foot monitor lizard, which it sounded terrible. Monitor lizard. I have a really hard time enunciating that word. Monitor lizard. Monitor lizard. Um, I guess I didn't, um, do Roy McElroy, um, justice there. But uh, I, I think I made it sound like he thought it was a lizard. He definitely thinks it's a small seropod dinosaur. So I believe that is the most accurate description of Michele Mbembe. So there's that. Okay. What do you think? God, I, wa- I want to believe. Yeah. <sighs> it's hard for me to believe that there's a seropod in the water. But it could be a plesiosaur, but none of the descriptions are anywhere close to that. The tail is what would throw me, but could it just be two? They describe trunk-like legs in almost all the stories that I read, the, all the descriptions I read. Do they describe it as out of the water? If they describe can it as a water... Can its large flippers look like... Do the chickens have large talons? Uh... You know what I mean? I don't, that doesn't explain the footprints, but... Uh, no, no. Exactly. From my understanding, it went on land, but again, I don't have any specific story. Like, nobody appears to be looking yeah. for it on land. They and it's often it talked about in the water, yeah. So There's how do you a, know what a it's a fucking video like? that I'm going to link to. I forgot to mention it. Uh, it's from a 1992, 1992 expedition. Yeah. There's a real quick thing. You kind of just see someone swimming through the water. From a it's helicopter a interesting. Some It's shit. probably nothing, but again, it is It is kind of like... Oh, you can see that from kind of a ways away, so it That's might pretty big. be kind of big in my mind, and the way and it, it's moving is... It's got a wake, yeah. It's a, a little different, so I, I will post that video. There's a couple other photos. I got some footprints and some other shit, too. I, I didn't mention what I'm linking to. Surprise. Uh, it's there. Yeah, check it out. Check out the description for this podcast. Ultimately, though... Oh, man. You gotta think there's something there. It sure seems like again, like I can't go from the last episode of me of me saying yes and then jump into this one and saying no when this one appears to be more than the last. Oh yeah, uh, I, 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 it's probably dead. I don't. I get. I don't know if they're they're. Di- my drink was gone. Uh, I don't know that they're dinosaurs. But do you Is don't have a better explanation sort of? Okay, okay, okay. So there's some sort of weird off branch of large reptiles or lizards that just exist. I didn't see this anywhere. Could it be an elephant with its trunk out of the water? I feel that the 
tail is not the same for sure. True. True. And an elephant's trunk definitely can stick out of the water, but I don't feel that there is a head on the trunk. Right. And there, I wouldn't describe an elephant as being reddish in color. No. Elephants have a small bit of hair, but not a ton. Quite gray. The footprints aren't the same. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't hate your idea. Obviously, I'm, and I, I, it could be, you know what I mean. The footprints could be something else entirely than what the people are seeing in the water, or what they're, yeah, whatever. But it's, it's not a, f- not a terrible idea. It's very hard. I think it's I, an elephant holding a coconut. There you go. Is there coconuts in Africa? Probably not. No, that sounds like more of a tropical fruit. Uh, holding a banana. I don't know. I got that weird shaped thing at the end of their nose. There's like a lip. It's so the, right, the right. elephant's trunk is an extension of its upper lip. Right, and it just looks kind of weird. There's a little, up. a little, yeah, but I don't know that it's big enough, enough to that be a I head. Would call no. it a head. Plus, like, also, I feel like they would know what an elephant looks like, and if this thing is going around killing elephants, you'd have to be drinking quite a few uh, fermented berries to <laughs> see that. <laughs> Nice callback. Again, I'm going to see if I can get my hands on some of those. I don't know how easy that's going to be. So uh, I, I, You know what? You know what? I know some people from Uganda. Are you going to ask him about Makeli Mbembe? Because that seems a little bit racist. Nope. I was going to ask him if I could just get some of the fruit. Um, so, in, uh, I think I skipped over this in the beginning. But it's just to prove my point that it's possible that there's something there. Um, is that uh, Lake Tell is surrounded by like a swamp okay. and then like some forests. Um, most of that has not been exhaustively explored. Like there's yes. not modern. We did, like, I don't know how much we talked about this last episode, if at all, but that's definitely a big, a big part of. I know it's hard to believe. Area. Like I, maybe it's not hard for some people to believe that there's parts of the world that are unexplored because there are so many humans doing so much shit all the fucking time and I haven't been out of the country so I am very it's very like I had much more densely populated than Africa so it's it being not explored it's I think it's just much less densely populated than I'm used to and it's and I don't know if there's like a desire to just like I'm gonna walk three days into the trees so that way that I am three days in either direction of getting out of the trees. You're hunting for your food and you're providing for yourself. Or you're, you're running into tribes that aren't gonna be happy that you're just like out there wandering around and taking their food if you're hunting for stuff and they got spears. You know I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Tribes is maybe not the word I'm supposed to use. Uh you run into groups of people. I don't know the situation out there, but I'm sure there's some issues with some things some, small obviously. villages yeah. or something um, it's obviously some problems but I've never been to Africa or out I of the country either. so I've left once my view of the world is garbage it's fair but I, I just you know that's there's definitely something out there if so many groups have different names it's, and I different get, this one's sightings. it's fucking tough and it's it maybe part of it too is just like my childhood being like yeah yeah, yeah no, dinosaurs is, are fucking awesome. I want, want that this to be is, a thing. This is what a modern day dinosaur is. Is this fucking thing? Like, could some tiny version of that have existed? But like, it was small. Like, you know what I mean? Just like we don't have, like people discover dinosaurs all the time. Yeah. What if there was like little ones that survived throughout and then grew into larger ones and changed and changed back and I don't know. And I I don't, I don't think that shit. Maybe it's still alive. It's probably probably within the last hundred years went extinct 
You think so? I, I, I there don't was know. some 2012 expeditions. Expeditions, but they come back with anything know. as sightings. Yeah. Everything that I've seen, like after a certain point, was just like they weren't even talking to specific peoples that had seen it. They just went to the area that they know that people had seen it and were just like, yeah, have you? And you know what I mean? Like some of these two was like, oh yeah, they identified a rhino as it was like, okay, but you also asked like 60 years after and the average lifespan of the people in this tribe is fucking 35 and women give birth at the age of 12. <laughs> like you have to keep this in mind too. Like you're two generations out. So if nobody's seen it, maybe they're like, oh, that's what we'll identify it as. Yeah, the only bit of, like, the last time there was, like, a just a morsel of fucking proof that there was something in the lakes was in 2009 uh, by the Monster Quest team. Throw this story in here real quick. They just found some uh, evidence of a creature in the cave on the other side of the vents and uh, also received sonar readings of a very long serpentine shape underwater interesting so i mean nothing where it was a sighting for like a good while nothing that i can just see for like before that's uh that's interesting i'll have to go and watch that episode yeah take a look maybe i should have done that beforehand oops sorry i probably honestly i've probably seen it but uh right Okay, so, so we're yeah. we're off on yeses again because then yeah. we have to retcon our last episode. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. What do you think it is? I, I I again, I want it to be just straight up dinosaur, but I don't think it's as simple as a surviving a, a surviving dinosaur, which is hard to say because if it is a still alive dinosaur, like again, evolution would take its course and it would just be something that existed today, and then everything that's alive today would be an existing dinosaur i mean birds are in a sense yeah so it's, it just depends on how you how you see things so uh i would i would say it's maybe just some sort of maybe there's like some weird genus or something out there that's just like we had no idea anything like this existed yeah, like, just an like that octopus shit you sent shit me the other day like about the them thinking that octopus <sighs> is from like their eggs came here frozen on an asteroid fucking forever ago and that's why they, because they have the ability to manipulate their RNA and like each one of their arms has its own, like its brain is spread out through all of its arms so they can act independently kind of thing. Like fucking octopi are crazy. Yeah, dude. If we should almost do a, just a whole episode on octopus, octopi. As a and decide if we think that they're, well, we know they're real. Right. We know that they're real. Decide if we, th- okay, that's an interesting idea. Also, I'd like be to, an extra. Uh, if anybody see we should also just do recommendations for metal bands for people who don't like metal <laughs> if anybody's into that let me know on social media <laughs> i can't help you if you're not into metal i don't know what to tell you if you are you do though i will give you good metal from 2005 <laughs> yes exactly oh uh, headstrong by trapped. <laughs> that, that was a fucking. <laughs> Honestly, I think they tuned down to A though, which is heavy. I as love fuck. that song. It's... I love that song. That's already more than we can use. Need to cut that out. Uh, okay, so I, I, I'm I'm with you, dinosaur. Okay. 
Wait, I said not a dinosaur. You said not a dinosaur. I realized that after I said it. I am against you. I think it's a dinosaur. Okay. Maybe not a brontosaurus. Possibly in the sauropod family, but that could have also been like that family and it's just not the same. It's a little, t- a little bit different. But it's some offshoot it's, of a giraffe. No, what? Yeah, no. So your aquatic ape theory and now your aquatic elephant theory. Now I'm turning it into an aquatic giraffe theory that created Mokele Membe. Mokele and Membe. I'm, I don't think it's an aquatic elephant. I didn't say elephant. I said giraffe. Yeah, you said I said it was a modern elephant. We talked about an aquatic. We did. We did talk about elephant. But I, I, I just want to make it clear that that is not <laughs> what I think. Okay. I think it's a dinosaur just of some being sort. Facetious, so. You're being a dick. <laughs> Me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're done with that. Yeah. Which means it's uh it's time. It's time for the one v one results show. No. No. What do you think? Fuck. Motherfucker. It's time to figure out what uh who's gonna win. Yeah, what do you what do you think? Last week. Emily Emily Untaka Untoka Emily Emele Untauka versus this week's Mukele Umbe. Cool, we're just gonna have you say the names because I can never seem to do that. Alright. Yeah. So Again, I went last week, I'm so going I'm gonna, this. Make, I'm you, gonna I'm go. make you go first. God, they're so difficult too, though. They're it's so tough. St- it's tough. Dinosaurs. Refresh me on what the the other one is. What is the, what is what is the uh, traits? Okay, so then I am just gonna fucking go. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Emmy because it is a Triceratops. It has horns. You know what I'm saying? It has. Definitely has horns, whereas Mokele Mebe potentially had a horn. It or has a strong a tooth, tail. Yeah. However, Emmy also had a strong tail, a, a heavy tail, I believe it was described as. Uh, I think the killer of elephants or killing hippopotamus, hippopotami, like it. Hippopotamus is savage, rare, but elephants yeah. are fucking bigger for sure. And I think an elephant would definitely also put up a fight. I don't really know. And grab you and throw you, maybe. Yeah, dude. Those things, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Emmy. Those tusks are fucking. I'm thinking the horns. Is, I'm thinking the horns is really what's gonna be uh what's gonna be the thing to pull ahead on this one. I know there was like a small bit of like mysticism around Mokele and Mbembe because of the tribe who ate it and then all died. Yeah. I th- again, I think that was just where the mysticism came from was because they had killed the creature and then they cooked they it died. and ate it and then they just. After the fact, it killed them. You know what I mean? I mean, so they that, don't. That was, I think that was the mysticism. But they I probably didn't know what didn't food see, poisoning was at the time, right? So I didn't like, see anything. What the else. fuck? Smited me, old creature. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything else about it having any sort of like power. That was the only thing. So that was time. the only thing when I really saw anybody referencing any sort of mystical. Yeah, that yeah. that that shit. So I I don't. Well, I have to keep that in mind the killer of elephants would kill it and not eat it the same way Mokele Mbembe kills I mean, it's like an after death he, he threw a grenade and then killed a guy after I guess little spikes on the you know the I mean nobody described Mokele Mbembe as the being vertebrae, yellow and brown but the vertebrae spikes also those are cool yeah that could be a potential weapon but it's also you're just smashing your head on shit 
that doesn't sound good, especially have horns on his head. Or like they're just, they're smashing their necks on things too. Like yeah, that's, exactly. That's not gonna be good. Doing some metal whips. Yeah, that'd be that would be so metal. But yeah, I, I don't think that's a good way to fight. I my money is definitely on Emmy. I would agree. Again, I don't know. They're both again both aquatic, so it's a a pretty fair fight. I, I we've had a couple that were pretty matched up. This one is the closest I think so far. Also very close. I I do think Emmy has that distinct advantage though. That's definitely true. I wanted the ML, horns. I I wanted Michaela to to be the victor, but I don't know. That's not the case. For well, me. last week we asked the exact same question. Oh, actually, before I do that, go to social media. Yes. Let us know what you guys think about this very same question. Last week we asked the same question of Amelia and Tauka and the Bunyip. And this is the part where I say, and here's what you thought already. So this is the same thing. Yeah. I think we're combining them all this time. We're going to combine them. Because there's no reason for us to tell you Facebook and then Twitter. We're just going to give it all as one. Giving it to you in one scoop. And we're scoop. an equal opportunity employer here. Yeah. I don't know where Except that Brooklyn really. accent just kind of manifested from. Over here, over there. Over here, over there. Okay, Connor. Tell me what you got over here, all over right. there. All right. So we were on the side of Emmy. Uh, yeah, I'm I don't think sure. I would bet against the killer of elephants ever. Yeah, pretty epic. But um, God, it was this was this was another really close one. I think the one before one was really close. And initially, looking at the results, I thought that Emmy had taken it by a landslide. But I'm also really bad at reading, so um, it's pretty much split down the middle. Twitter sided with the Bunyip. Well, Facebook sided with Emmy, almost all exclusively, you know, almost 100% across the board. Right. So, um, seeing that Twitter had a few more followers and uh, voters, it, the Bunyip won outright. All right. 55% for the Bunyip overall and 45 for Emmy. We, uh, we fucked up. Uh, apparently... Uh, maybe people know more about the bunyip than I like we to think do. that anybody who listens to the podcast is just yelling into their at their phone the whole you're time. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Mention this and that and the other thing. If you're uh, one of those people, let us know. Yeah, please, please. Uh, hit us up on social media. Get a hold of us and let us know uh, yeah, really if you've though. got any more additional information. We did have somebody on Facebook reach out to us and correct us on an older episode. I about, think we mentioned that earlier in this we? episode. Yeah. Okay, good. Gave her a little bit of a shout out. So yeah, we definitely appreciate that and want to learn more about these things especially if we're wrong about them thanks for checking out this week's episode if you want to get your two cents in answer this week's polls on social media you can find us on twitter at count cryptid or counting cryptids on facebook if you have any questions concerns suggestions or you just want to chat you can email us at counting cryptids at hotmail.com don't forget to subscribe rate and tell your friends he's been connor He's been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids.